Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Off The Beat and Track Podcast. It's another week, therefore it's another episode. How are you all doing? Hope you're well. I've got a great episode for you today. I'm sitting down with uh, star of Celebrity Gogglebox, uh, actor, comedian, writer, Babatunde Aleshi, and we have a wonderful chat. We talk about some incredible records. We talk about growing up in Tottenham uh, and, you know, the, the, the balance of trying to maintain a job while you try and strive to achieve success in 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 you know the arts alongside trying to sort of balance the paying the bills and things like that. it's a really lovely chat and uh and baba tundi's a, a just such a top dude um you're, you're in for a treat on this one um before we get on with the episode uh, a few thank yous thanks to scroobius pip uh my my buddy uh and um podfather of the distraction pieces network go check out that network it's absolutely ramo with ace podcast and i feel very proud and privileged to be part of that gang thanks to 76 for producing this podcast thanks to you lot um hopefully you're safe and enjoying um the the, the freedom that we've been told we're allowed to have our whatever your thoughts are on that like um i just hope what however you're dealing with that is uh is is, is bringing you happiness because i've re- this is recorded the week that uh restrictions have been dropped i just hope by the time this podcast you know comes out we're not all back in lockdown so yeah i hope you're enjoying uh the freedom in however you choose to um enjoy it um right enough about that um back to today's episode i should also say that um if this is your first time listening to off the beaten track then um go and check out the archives when you've um finished this episode because if you like um comedians then you can hear me um talking to who have i had on let's have a little thing ed gamble james a custer Maisie adam um who else jade adams rich wilson marcus birdman um there's loads there's 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 stacks of comedians that have um have been on and they're all ace natters as is this one um if you like your your musicians uh then you can hear me talking to artists as diverse as um fat boy slim uh motley crew foo fighters gosh yellow wolf um yeah there's 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 hundreds Go and have a rummage. Go get stuck in and see what you can find. Um, But right now, don't go anywhere. Just um, put your feet up and uh, crank up the volume a little bit and uh, enjoy today's episode of Off The Beat and Track Podcast with the wonderful Babatundi Aleshi. Right, I've got to take a quick break in this podcast because I've got some super exciting news. 
Off The Beat and Track podcast is proud to go into partnership with the Cacao Bar from Hotel Chocolat. That's right. The Cacao Bar is not a chocolate bar. It's all the best bits of a chocolate bar put into a really exciting new alcoholic range. That's right. Gin, vodka, and a beautiful range of cream liqueurs. So one of the big bonuses of this partnership is obviously I'm super thrilled to have Hotel Chocolat working with us, but they sent me a great big box of this stuff. And I'm telling you, it's amazing. Go and check it out, www.hotelchocolat.com or over on the socials at Hotel Chocolat. But yeah, in the coming months, there's going to be opportunities for you to get involved with competitions with us, to win bottles of stuff. There's loads of exciting things coming soon and I can't be more happy to say that this podcast is in partnership with the Cacao Bar from Hotel Chocolat. All right, let's get back to the podcast. It's Off The Beat & Track Podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. Give me stew with him. Right, we are recording. Babatunde, how are you? How you doing, mate? I'm good. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, look, before um, we get into uh, the song choices uh, and your playlist today, I just, I mean, we're, we're at the, we're recording this the week of what, um, was originally meant to be called Freedom Week, which, as somebody that runs a, a, a nightclub, doesn't really appear to be Freedom Week, but uh, <laughs> but, but I won't start ranting about that. Um, but just, I mean, obviously we're gonna we're gonna be positive about what's to come. But just casting yeah. your mind back over the last fifteen, sixteen months, how have you found it as as both a human being and as a, an artist? You know what. In terms of the human side, um, I would say I've, I, I've had a pretty decent um, time, and that's because I've got family. If I didn't have family and it was just, you know, if I was living at home with my mom and my sister, I'd be okay. But because I've got a wife, I've got a son, that has been the best thing ever. Um, obviously, there's been some deaths here and there, uh, which has been sad. But for me personally... It, just enjoying this time with my my wife and my son and getting to actually live in the house that we bought together yeah i think that's been the best thing like i couldn't have asked for more as an artist it's not been the greatest but i have to say i've been fortunate and i don't um take that for granted at all at all you know what i mean like me getting on goggle box and you know having getting to sit with my my mate mo that's been amazing for me. So yeah. I know there's a lot, been a lot of people that have like lost their jobs and all of this kind of stuff. And even me, I did, I lost my job, but then, you know, TV came. So I, I was all right, but. Was that a yeah. lot of the comedy work? No, no. In terms of like comedy, I was always doing comedy, but I had an actual nine to five, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I lost that. I, I, you know, I got fired and obviously because it, you know, they, there was not enough money to go around. They, you know, they had to let people go. And then literally, not even a month later, you know, I landed um, uh, Gogglebox. This was last year, the first time I did it. And then obviously my career just took off. And so for that, I'm grateful. I yeah. do not take that for granted. But yeah, man, it's it's been... It's been difficult. I don't want to get into like the vaccine side of things. Yeah, but, of course, man. <laughs> just, it's been difficult, man. I just want to sort of touch on that that, that thing of yeah. sort of being a, a you know a self-employed artist as such, mm. and like 
when you had a, a, a you know you were doing a nine to five, was there always that kind of sort of thought process of like what what have I got to get to make the jump to do this yeah. full time? Was that always in the balance? Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. That was always in the balance. And it was one, you know, I obviously I did the nine to five because it was just like, look, I've got a wife, I've got a son. Yeah. I've got to make sure there's food on the table, and, you know, mortgages paid every single month. And um, yeah, finding that balance, it, bro, you know what it's like. No, you don't get no sleep half the time. You're waking up, you're having to go to work. You've got bags under your eyes. You've only got like three hours sleep. And so, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was difficult, bro. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, man. Yeah. But um Thank God for good friends like Mo, man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, he really, really, like, stepped in and just... And it wasn't even a thing where, you know, I was asking him, like, hey, I haven't got, you know, work. It was a thing of, hey, you know, I'm going on tour. Would you like to come? And, hey, there's Gogglebox. How about, you know, joining me on yeah. the couch for Gogglebox? And it was just, like, sick. And I didn't think it would end up the way it has ended up. Yeah. I'm glad it's ended up this way, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been it's been awesome, man. It really has been. Some things are meant to be, mate. Yeah, bro. Trust me, that's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, let's yeah. talk records. Um, yeah. Track one. Uh, I'm going to ask you, please, to tell me the song that you regard as having the greatest ever intro, please. Okay, it's called Water No Get Enemy, and it's by Fella Kuti. Oh, let's talk Fella all day long. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> so you're a fan of Fella? You, yeah, you know, of course. Dude, you know you know what's so funny? Just before like we get into the, the song, um, so I stumbled upon him by accident. Like I'm Nigerian as well. Like, yeah. and you know, my mom never told me about this artist. And I remember I was at a club and I was waiting to perform. And then I just hear this music and I'm just like, what the hell is this? This sounds like because it was very like it's jazzy, but it's also it's got that kind of like um, well, this track anyway has that kind of salsa-ish Definitely. type of feel to it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting there, I'm just like, what is this? And then, you know, when you try and like Shazam a song or something, yeah. it wasn't coming up. So I went up to the DJ. I was just like, dude, what is this record? And he just told me. And I just remember, I think I wrote it down, got home, searched for it, bang. And then obviously got his whole catalogue. And it literally for like the next three months, I was just like immersed into yeah. Fella. And I remember going up to my mum like, why haven't you told me about this guy? <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when you sent the list over, I just presumed that you were just brought up around like Fella. I just presumed that was the music that was constantly on. Never, bro. Never. Like, honest to God. I, I only started listening. Oh, I'm 34 now. I started listening to Fella when I was like, probably like 10 years ago. So like, yeah, yeah you know, 24-ish kind of thing. But at the time, it's like, I've, at that time, it's just like I've lived my whole, you know, teenagers up to adult ages and like you're only t like i'm only getting introduced to fella cutie now it, uh, <laughs> it, it hurt me so bad and my mom was just like what my mom told me is that is in, in nigeria it's a bit different because fella although he is a hero he was also looked at as a rebel yeah do you understand and it, and, and at the time it was such a big deal like some of these records were so controversial that if you got caught playing them, you know, the, the officers, the police officers, they'd obviously target you. So really? She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was telling me it was a bit uh, tricky listening to a fella song. Like back then in Nigeria, it wasn't really tolerated. So I think it just became a thing where 
it just came second nature for her. Like, oh, yeah. she just doesn't listen to it. So she never introduced me to that music. But once I started playing it in the house, oh, my mum was like the happiest person. On earth. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, but I love this song. I absolutely love this song. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a beautiful, beautiful record. And like, and... When I have musicians on the podcast, I generally ask them about the sort of process of, of writing intros. And I mean, this is a long song. This is like a nine minute song, isn't it? But most yeah. of Fellas' works, like, you know, they're, they're not two minute pop songs. Um, and in regards to intros, yeah. when you would do comedy, would you have an intro track? Yeah, I would. Like, at some shows, like, especially, like, the black comedy shows, they always have, like, a DJ on stage, and they're just like, yeah, what's your, what's your track that you're coming on to? And it's just, I'll oh, just play whatever the latest uh, tune is that everyone's, yeah. like, rocking to. I, I wouldn't really always put any thought to it, but for me, it's like, you know when you're at home and you just want to, like, chill and just yeah. vibes? This is one of those tracks, yeah. man. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I mean, in regards to, um, before we talk about track two, yeah. um, I, I mentioned, I presume that maybe that was music that you were sort of exposed to growing up. What music was on at home and was there music on at home growing up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was lots of music on it, all types of music. Obviously, I grew up listening to some Nigerian music, but that was all spoken in um, uh, my mum's native tongue, which is Yoruba. So I'm a bit, uh, I don't really understand it too much. I, I I can pick up some words, but not all. And it's very, very percussion-driven. Yeah. So it's a bit much for me. Um, but in terms of, like, music that me and my sister, we listen to everything, like, from rock to pop to rap to, like, anything that came on. Because remember um, The Box? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were at the mercy of whoever, like, <laughs> you know, was actually... <laughs> ordering so we listened to every single song i remember just so funny that me and you having this conversation i remember um oh, it was an aerosmith song uh i don't want to close don't want to miss a that, thing yeah. that that song i remember that song coming on all the time and for some unknown reason we just grew towards it like you know okay well you know it's music so yeah you know, we just kind of like adapted to the point where my sister she's a huge rock fan huge rock fan and i don't really i listen to some some you know rock that i like but yeah i'm more you know favoring like your old school hip-hop with like you know with the jazz samples yeah i favor that kind of uh uh, music more yeah yeah but everything was on back in the day it's so weird that you mentioned rap and rock and we talk aerosmith because i think my introduction i mean i'm 48 I'm, i'm an old man but like my introduction to aerosmith was I didn't even know who this weird looking dude was that was screaming <laughs> alongside Run DMC. And I was yeah, like, yeah. what's going on? Like, who's this dude? It was like Run DMC <laughs> were like this thing that just dropped when I was like 13, 14. It was like them, LL Cool J. It was like, oh my God, what is this new music? What is yeah, this? And yeah. then all of a sudden, there's just this crazy dude with long hair and like leather trousers like screaming and I was like this is amazing I had no idea that Aerosmith were this huge rock band in America and like but uh, yeah yeah, incredible 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 track yeah man right okay well we're talking about uh, you don't want to miss a thing and uh, emotional sounding tunes so for track (laughs) two uh, I'm going to ask you to tell me the first song you remember hearing that had an emotional impact on you please yeah, this was um, Missing You by Puff Daddy and the Family. Okay. Yeah. Tell and me this about was hearing a, that. Yeah, this was, um, as you know, this was 
you know, the death of um, Notorious B.I.G. And I think I must have been in year five. So this is like 90s. I can't, did he die in 96? I think it was about, Something it was like definitely mid 90s. Yeah. And I remember when I heard that track, everyone in my class was like emotional about it because obviously, you know, we all listened to B.I.G. and we liked his music. But just the chorus itself, like, you know, obviously sung by Faith Evans, it was just so like beautifully sang. And I think that was the first time us as children in that particular class, like all the all my friends, we had experienced like a death that impacted like the world or should I say like the rap world? Yeah. So anyone who listened to that music was affected by it. So it was, you know, it was huge. And so it definitely was emotional. Obviously I wasn't crying, but it was a thing like, whoa, like, you know, that we lost a rapper over some, you know, beef between, you know, Tupac and Biggie and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, that, that was emotional. It was. What was the emotion of Bane? It was a sadness, sadness that you're never going to hear another track, a new song Mm. by him. Obviously that, that hasn't been pre-recorded or yeah, it was that, that that's what it was. It was just like, man, like we're never going to get any more music from B.I.G. And he was amazing. Yeah. Amazing lyricist. Yeah. You know? So yeah. But then it became even sadder when Tupac died after. Yeah. So, but yeah, when, no, sorry, Tupac died first and then, yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, yeah, it was the sadness, just pure sadness. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Did you was you aware of the sample? Did you know? Had you heard the the police track? No. And this is what now. See, this is where we get into the whole like sampling thing. Like, I remember I was watching TV and they played the original, and I was just like, "What?" Like, what? You know, <laughs> stripped off. I'm like, "What's going on?" I'm just like, "I'm like, you're not allowed to do that because obviously I'm so young. I don't know nothing yeah. about like you know music and samples and all of this, and so." This is where I started to understand 
that where like true essence of hip hop, you know, b- was birthed from that whole, you know, taking a sample and making a groove out of it. And that's why, like I told you earlier on, earlier on where like, I like music with that, well, hip hop music with more of that jazz influence. Mm. That's what kind of drove me down that lane. And so as I got older, I started to listen into like your, your Miles Davis, your, all these type of like, you know, these type of jazz musician, obviously listening to a lot of Pete Rock yeah, uh, produce tracks, you know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, it, it, just staying on topic with this song, yeah, I didn't know at the time <laughs> that yeah. it was a police track, uh, uh, Sting in it, yeah. So, yeah, that was that was nice, that was nice to see. It's uh, it, it, it's really weird now because I've kind of when sort of like De La Soul and stuff was happening in the late 80s and Tribe yeah. and, and, and Jungle Brothers and stuff like that. You know, my, my, my dad would be like, you know what that sample's from, didn't you? And I was like, what? No. And then I'd go <laughs> and, and find it. And I've realised now that I'm that old, that now <laughs> it's gone full circle, that my kids are listening to shit. And I'm like, yeah, you know what that is, right? And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, man, it's gone full circle. This ain't good. <laughs> but but don't, don't you find that it makes you appreciate um, both tracks even more 100%. once you know where this yeah because um, I'm a huge fan of uh, MF Doom mm. huge fan of MF Doom and when I list, when I find a sample that he he's borrowed I'm like that is amazing how yeah. he was able to get that beat and chop it up and make yeah. it into this whole new creation but it just makes me appreciate both artists MF Doom and whoever else even more so that's the one thing I love about hip hop and even with this song it did make me appreciate the original mm. from Police, you know, because without this song, I wouldn't have known it. And, you know, for, for anybody that, you know, that, that that thinks that, you know, just looping a sample and, and rapping over it is a really easy thing to do, getting that right sample and making that sound the way that it needs to sound is pure artistry. That Absolutely. is complete Absolutely. artistry. And like, if it was simple, everyone would be doing it. And like, Spot I, on, bro. it's, it's that, that's an yeah. absolute art form. Like, it yeah. really, really is. Listen up. I've only got another new sponsor. Egg fried. It's this super cool clothing label. And, if you're into sort of skating and street art and gigging and, and kind of like really cool art and throwing a little bit of Asian culture and, and the designer's kind of weird sense of humour in the mix, then you're pretty much there with the wonderful world that is eggfried.com. Now, they do these amazing punchy kind of graphic tees, hoodies and sweatshirts, beautiful art prints, as well as this, they have a denim range, all handmade in-house, all supporting the slow fashion movement. Not only that, they've given you a discount code, 10% off when you head over to eggfried.com. Just use the code EGGSALAD, E-W-G-S-A-L-A-D. Save 10%. Go and get lost in the world of egg fried. Also, they've got a new kids range, and it's called Small Fried, and it's super cool, super cute. Um, And again, it's all over there in this wonderful world. Go and get involved at eggfried.com. Okay, right. Let's stay in the formative years. Track three. <laughs> Song that reminds you of your time at school, please. Rewind by Artful Dodger featuring Craig David, bro. <laughs> Need I say more, man? Like the garage, the garage days. 
I don't think you could get any better, man. Those yeah. were the days, man. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? It's so weird. People can't see this, but like whenever I speak to people that are probably around your age and they mention garage, they smile like you smile. <laughs> uh, and they just talk about those years and that scene with such yeah. joy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. Happy days. Because the music was, uh, it was fun. It was, it was all about love. It was all about having a good time. It it's very British. Yeah, very British. Yeah, you're right. Before it turned violent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the grime and all of that. But no, yeah, Rewind. I remember the first time I heard it. Honest to God, the first thing I said, I remember this so clearly, I was just like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Because I was just like, this sounds too good. Yeah. It sounds too good. And yeah, like, honest, like, we were just singing it every single day day on the bus towards school or like going back home just ah this was on repeat yeah on repeat i've i've rinsed this song mate (laughs) it still sounds so good though it does it hasn't dated like some of the old gary's tunes don't quite stand as fresh as they did yeah this still sounds vital yeah 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 awesome track man awesome and obviously we got introduced to you know Craig David yeah. through this song, incredible artist. But Artful Dodger, just their production alone, like when you talk about, you know, Garage, oh, man, just they were up there. In yeah. terms of production, just flawless. They Absolutely. had tracks, tracks after tracks. But this Rewind song here, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Tell me about school. Where was it and how was it? Okay, so I went to school in North London and um, Hornsey. It was a school called St. David's and St. Catherine's, a.k.a. DNK. Um, I grew up in Tottenham, but that was like one of the schools that um, was around the area. So I went there. School was awesome, man. School was awesome. It was it was just your typical school, like your typical British, you know, the state school where it's just like lots of fights, yep. but good times as well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> and lots of parties. Yeah. I remember being at parties um, from an early age, from like 13, you know, up and down Tottenham. Yeah. Just going parties in the area, going to house parties, which yeah. I miss. I miss a good house party. Yeah, they're always yeah. the best. Yeah, exactly, bro. So, <clears throat> yeah, um, no, nah, school was... School was fun-loving. I, I, I'm still friends with all my mates from my class. We're all, you know, we're all buddies today. You know what I'm saying? What did, what did you want to be when you was at school? Did you have any idea? Yeah, comedian. Really? Straight. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew from early on, man. It was just like, you know, I was just a class clown. And yeah. it was like, I could tell from, I, it was different with anyone else that was funny in the school. Like, everybody else was funny. Mine was a bit more polished. Yeah. You know, and I just kind of knew from then that, okay, I've got like a gift for this. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I wanted to be a comedian from early. Was you confident? I was confident, yeah. In terms of my, my joke telling ability, definitely yeah. confident, you know, but I was broke at the same time. So, it was just... <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get no girls, no nothing. <laughs> I had to make the girls laugh, you know, them ones. <laughs> Um, yeah. And, you know, you talk about being broke and, 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 and comedy. It's uh, famously, uh, ridiculously competitive industry, you know, uh, to, to break through at and, and, yeah. and achieve, the, you know, the success that you've, you've, you've achieved, which is great. Confidence aside, what about drive? Are you driven? 
I am driven. It, it, it definitely takes, um, you go through, you know, waves. I, it definitely took a dip uh, a few years back, but I believe that now with the way things are going, it's, you know, getting back up there. So yeah, yeah I'm definitely driven. Definitely driven. How tough is that to, to, to be sort of trying to maintain a, a full-time job and, you know, keep pushing, you know, and doing gigs and stuff, you know, however many nights a week. I know some comedians are literally five, six nights a week. Like, yeah. that's got to be brutal, right? Yeah, it was. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. <laughs> like, like I told you, man, like, I was getting home at silly o'clock, bro. Like, and then literally having to just be like, oh, I haven't eaten, but you know what? Just go to bed, wake up in the morning, have your breakfast, then go work. And, you know, work started at eight every morning. And when I moved out, to where I live now in Hertfordshire, it was just like, I have to travel like a, at least an hour and 40 minutes to get into work. Wow. And so that was just another headache, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, I wouldn't look at myself back then as being driven, but clearly the evidence is there. Hindsight. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would have thought that, man, I've got no confidence in myself. But the fact that I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it, eventually it paid off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sometimes, I, I always say this to people, sometimes it's a, it's not about your actual confidence in yourself. Sometimes it's habit. Just yeah. keep just keep at it and then develop the habit because by the time you turn around, you'll be like, oh, snap, I'm in the place that I always wanted to yeah. be. And and you'll think to yourself, oh, what led me here? And you just see that your habits. Yeah. If you've got good habits, you'll get there. You know what I mean? Totally. Totally. Yeah, Track four. First song you yeah. bought from a record shop. We're going back in time again, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind, you know what I'm saying, from Awful Dodger. Yeah, this is the first track I bought. First track I bought. Would that have been CD? Yeah, yeah, this was CD time. So this was, um, oh, I think this was Virgin Megastores, yeah. if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is... Because I remember our price, but I don't think I bought... Uh, I, I know some of the young listeners are just like, our price? What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> they don't remember the, the record stores, but... Um, yeah, this was this was back in the day. Remember when you could go inside Virgin Megastores and you could actually yeah. listen to the track and you'd just go there, put a whole album on and just stay there for like an hour and just... yeah. yeah this is in those days but yeah this was the first track i bought i think it was like 199 on cd or something like that yeah and yeah i was so happy when i bought it i came home played it like crazy me and my sister dancing dancing my mom just like whatever you guys just get so long as you're happy and like you're entertaining yourself and you're not disturbing me my mom was just like do what you're doing in (laughs) it so yeah, man. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in regards to sort of finding a record, like you, you mentioned that you'd, you'd get that, it blew your mind. Yeah. You took it home and just rinsed it. And and the same when you, you know, you you heard the fella track. Uh, you know, I've got to get this, got to listen to it. Like if you hear tracks to this day that sound new and fresh and just capture your attention, is it something you stick on a couple of times, or are you the sort of person that will listen to it twenty times straight? Ooh. I think I'm getting to the point now where I'm starting to uh, have some distance between every time. Because I listened to a track yesterday that I found from an artist called Eric Robeson. And, um, yeah, I I love the track. And I said, you know what? Let me let this one simmer. I'm not going to 
rinse it straight away yeah. because it was such a good try. I was just like, I'm not going to rinse this. You know what I'm saying? But back in the day, my Lord, I would like literally, you know, when you could put it on repeat, I'd literally just press repeat and just yeah. have it going off and off and off and off. But yeah, the older I get, I'm starting to appreciate music because, you know, like there's some songs that age like wine, bro. Yeah. Like, um, especially, um, like garage, there's some garage tracks that if you listen to like now, yeah. gee, it's just like, oh my days, this song here, yeah. like flowers. When you yeah. listen to flowers, you're just like, yo, I remember where I was when I first heard this and did it like the feeling, the feeling that you got listening to uh, a garage track. Yeah. You just don't get that from music. Like, well, maybe the young kids do. Yeah. But for me, I don't get that feeling no more. Like, but you know the, I mean? like, do you think that's nostalgia? And did you think that the minute you hear flowers, is. you must have a million and one visuals in your head of like times yeah. and places and clubs and yeah. you know all of the things that must have been happening then? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. I think you're right. It is nostalgia because it, it you know, back then it was new for us. Yeah, you know, pirate radio. Yeah. was I remember when that was booming, and the first time I heard um, what was that then? Was that rinse? What was no, uh, what was it? No, this was like real pirate radio. So this is like Deja Vu, Heat FM. Yeah. This was like those, like, you know, those, we could get arrested tonight, pirate <laughs> radio. <laughs> yeah. um, and I remember I heard, when I heard Miss Dynamite for the first time, um, when she did that song, Boo. Oh my God, who are the producers? Oh, I forgot. But, um... I remember the first time that dropped. Oh my God. Everyone. I remember because the first time it dropped, everyone, you could do like your um your text, your live text call-ins and stuff like that. Everyone just texts, yo, wheel that tune, wheel, wheel yeah. it, pull it up, everything. Like that song used to go off on Pirate Radio. And then obviously that launched her career. But yeah, man, all them songs, Flowers, Rewind, all of this, hearing it on Pirate Radio, bro, you don't get that feeling, bro. Like, it was just, you know what I mean? Like, you know when you're in a club and you're partying, you're partying, and then, like, the DJ just spins on a track and it's just like, oh! Like, <laughs> <laughs> like when Rewind, the first bit of Rewind used to drop, like, Rewind, oh, my God, yo, the crowd <laughs> would leave their nut, bro. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Right, yeah, well, we're talking clubs, and uh, yeah. and so I'm going to ask you for track five, for the song that soundtracked your year's clubbing, please. Yes, so this was from uh, the Diplomats' Dipset Anthem. Oh, now, this is a, is a heavy, heavy hip-hop track. Um, I think the reason why I love this track the most is because of the, uh, the reggae sample that they used to... Um, to produce this track. Um, obviously, me being from Tottenham, you know, there are lots of Jamaicans, you know what I mean? And so the reggae influence was, was just throughout my whole life. Even me being a Nigerian, my dad used to listen to reggae as well. Yeah. I know reggae, you know, it, it's heavy in British culture mm. from, like, your scar to, like, you know, just, just normal reggae. Mm. So... Um, yeah, hearing the reggae sample on the track, and it's, it's it's a hip-hop track from America, that impacted, like, the streets in London. So this track really resonated with us really, really strongly. So, 
Yeah, man. This was this. We heard this go off in the clubs all the time, yeah. all the time. This is like one of the only songs where people, like probably like rival gangs, will just put down their guns for like maybe like three minutes and be like, you know, for the next three minutes we're gonna party. <laughs> you know, but I don't I mean? like so, you though, right? Remember yeah, that. Yeah, I don't like you, but for the next five minutes we're on good terms. Yeah, G. Yeah, man. This was this was a banger, man. This was a banger. So where was clubbing? Tottenham. Yeah, in and around Tottenham. Um, I, cl- I clubbed everywhere because obviously I wasn't part of no, you know, gang or anything. I wasn't affiliated to anything. So I parted everywhere. I parted Hackney, Brixton, uh, you know, your West End clubs, um, everywhere, East London. Yeah. But when you're talking like just, yeah, locally, um, oh God, they always change the name of this club in Wood Green. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Oh, God, what was it called? Coochie. They called it Coochie at one point. (laughs) So, yeah. So... What would you want from a night's clubbing? Oh, I gotta hear some 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 old school garage. I gotta hear some. I gotta hear some nineties R and B. Yeah, I gotta hear some nineties hip hop and R and B. I think that was the best time. That was the golden era. Well, not yeah. It was kind of like another golden era for for hip hop. It was definitely um, the golden era of R and B. I think. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get it like that no more, innit? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, there's probably loads of people that are under 20 going, are you used to on fucking drugs? Of course there are. Uh, maybe we're just old, man. <laughs> we're showing our age, innit? Like, you know <laughs> Back in the day, in my days. <laughs> no, but it's true, though. Like, it's true. Like, you know, you, you had, like, the songs we had back then were just yeah. incredible. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, 90s R&B. Garage hip hop, um, and some reggae. Yeah, nice. Yeah, we got to hear some. We got to hear some dancehall, man. We nice hear some dancehall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, right. I'm gonna take you home. Track six. Favorite song from an artist from your home county, please. Burner Boy. Nice. Yay. Yeah, nice. man. Great record. Tell Actually, me about Burner Boy. Burner Boy. I think he is. I don't want to say he's a modern day fella. Let's not let's not do that. <laughs> he's he, he's making yeah. some serious waves though, isn't he? He is. He is. And I, I, I and I love the fact that his music is crossing over America like buying into him and you know P Diddy just um 
executive produced his latest album. So really? he's making, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's making waves, bro. He's making some waves. But this track right here, I think for a long time, African music was never in the discussion in, term, in terms of like, you know, the youth, you know, you know, when you had Fella, that was obviously like the 70s and the sure. 80s. So, you know, that was a different generation. But in my generation, <clears throat> if you wasn't Jamaican, then really and truly people didn't want to know who you were in the black yeah. community. They didn't really care. And so as a Nigerian, we had so much culture. So for someone like, you know, your Burner Boys and your Wiz Kids, for, you know, them to kind of like popularize African music and make it credible, you know, be Grammy nominated and be taken serious. And their music actually cross over to everyone, even the West Indies, you know what I'm saying? I love this track because this is the one track I know I can put on and my Jamaican friends will be like, this is a tune. And I'm not doing it for them. And I don't like this tune just for them, but I love the fact that it does that because at one point, like I said, no one used to take our music seriously. So the fact that they take Burner Boy seriously, they're just like, yo, I like Burner. Yeah. Yeah. Speaks volume, you know what I mean? Love it. Yeah. Well, this is when you can play DJ now for track seven and uh, and turn someone <laughs> on to, to something new. So for that track, I'd like you to tell me a song that many people may not know that you would like them to hear. Okay, it's called She Was Fly, and it's by uh, Full Crate and Ma. Where did you discover that? Because I discovered it uh, yesterday when I got the list from you. <laughs> <laughs> I discovered, how did I stumble upon this? I think it was SoundCloud. Yeah, it was SoundCloud. I was, you know, on SoundCloud, you just click, 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 and you snoop around, snoop around. And I just stumbled upon these guys, and I was just like, what the hell is it? Like, that was literally my reaction. Like, what the hell is this? Like, it sounds so good. And then from SoundCloud, I went on to YouTube and actually, you know, started seeing a lot of visuals, and this was one of the songs that I um, saw in terms of the like the video too. And it was an amazing video, very simple, but amazing. And then it was just like, yeah, I, I love this song. You so know I mean? it, uh, from what I could gather from, uh, I mean, I, I listened to it and I thought it was a really, really cool track. Stunning yeah. vocalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're like a production duo and... Yes. Yeah. 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 So Full Crate and Ma, they're, they're both producers. No, sorry. Full Crate is the producer and Ma is the singer. Yeah. Uh, but on this song, it's featuring Eric Robeson. Yeah. Who's singing the vocals. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and they, they just make incredible music together. Like, you know, uh, Full Crate and Ma. I think they're, I think they're from the Netherlands. Yeah. If I'm correct. I that's where, that's where all the big producers are from, isn't it? It's always that yeah. kind of Scandinavian is where like all yeah. of these like huge pop production duos go and like just make some serious tunes. And it's like the amount of times you just hear these like incredible records and you're like, man, did he write that? No, no, no. Who wrote it? Oh, this duo from like Norway or Sweden. It's just always this Scandinavian kind of duos of producers. Uh, do you still sort of actively search for new new music? I don't, not as much as I don't have that much time like I used to, but um, I, I certainly do love the feeling now that I get when I stumble upon like a new track yeah. that really captures my attention. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I, I, 
I, I live for that feeling because it's just like you feel you feel like you found gold or something. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a great feeling. But no, back in the day when I had free time, when I was broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had time to like snoop around and find these tracks, but yeah, not anymore, man. Well, so, you know, I just want to ask you this, if, if you are, you know, in, in times when, you know, you might be broke or you might be, you know, if you wake up and you're feeling feeling low, you're having a, having a bit of a blue day, not, not really feeling it, what's your process at that point? Will you reach for music that is somber, that will help you process that emotion and, and, and almost give it a bit of a hug for a bit and, in, and enjoy and process feeling a bit low? Or are you like, right, where's the best of S Club 7? I'm going to go and have a dance around my kitchen to that. Like, what's, <laughs> <laughs> like what's, the, uh, what's the process you, for you? You know what? I was going to say the first, but it's the latter now, man. It has to be the S Club 7 way, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I, def- I definitely... Um, I definitely, you know, go through that process of um, listening to music that's going to, like, aid the mood, you know, for a bit. But, yeah, I think now what I'm going to do, let it aid the mood, but (laughs) top it up with the S Club. It has to. You know what's so funny, bro? Um, I think think it was, like, last month, my sister came over, and we were drinking, drinking, and then me and my wife, my sister, we just slapped on S Club 7, and we were just singing along to it, you know? (laughs) Do you want me to edit this bit out? <laughs> no, bro, <this> is... <laughs> nah, yeah, man. Love a, a good bit of uh, S Club 7. Because you know what? In my house, we love karaoke. Yeah. Yeah, we love karaoke. And my son, my son's only, well, he's going to be five um, next week. And he loves karaoke. Yeah. Like, we do karaoke nights sometimes like on a Friday. And when we first started doing it, man it was hilarious because this was when like my son couldn't really speak yeah so he was just tearing up songs you know? <laughs> <laughs> love he was it he's actually doing his own thing you know but yeah we love it man we love a good sing song does that extend to being out and about if you're in a bar and there's karaoke you step up i don't i don't i never i was so shy back in the day yeah. i think now i would you know, okay. but we haven't been out in so long, you know? <laughs> with, with that in mind, what would be your yeah. tune? Ooh. Ooh. It has to be, uh, let's go for, uh, let's go for Oasis, Wonderwall. Nice. Solid. Yeah, let's Solid. go for Get, nice the, get the crowd yeah. on board as well with that one. They'll be singing along. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know, you said you haven't been out for, you know, for however many months this thing's been so you know we're, we're in the week now where we're, we are allowed to go back out and we are allowed to start you know reconnecting with people and in, in, in enjoying the you know that what hopefully will be a, a a new more positive and 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 reconnected normality with that in mind um what are you looking forward to personally from the rest of 2021 and what's going to be happening professionally um I'm looking forward to just going to a nice beer garden, having a cold one, and just like you said, singing along to whatever song gets every like once everybody's drunk. Yeah, <laughs> singing along to whatever song comes on. Um, in terms of what's the rest of the year looking like, fortunate I'm fortunate enough to be going on a comedy tour with um, Mo. He's doing the uh, the Mo to Life tour. And yeah, I'm, you know, we'll be touring from September all the way through to December. Um, 
with you know me doing my cameo TV bits here and there. Uh, so people will definitely still have a chance to see me. Um, obviously, Gogglebox has ended now. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah, man. People will still get to see me on their screens, though. Amazing. So watch this space. Watch this space. <laughs> and if people want to keep up to speed on everything you're doing, where's the best place to, to keep up with what you're up to? Yeah, you can follow me on um, Instagram, Day Comedian. You know, you type that in, you will find me. Uh, and then on Twitter, Day Comedy. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, if it's cool with you, when this comes out, I'll tag you in it. So if people aren't following you, then they can do so. Love, my bro. Thank you so much, man. Mate, it's been a delight talking records yeah. with you. Thanks so much, man. Thank you. Take care, bro. There you go. Oh, what what an absolute gent. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, thanks huge amounts to uh, Babatunde for giving up his time for that. Um, yeah, absolutely uh, joyous chat. Um Hope you guys enjoyed it. As mentioned at the beginning, go check out the back catalogue. Um, there's stacks of episodes with all your favourite comedians, musicians, producers, DJs, actors. Go uh, go experience and explore the 320 episodes that um, are available there. Also, if you'd like to support the podcast, all I ask is that you give us a like, love, share, retweet on the socials. And if you want to go that little step further for 79 pence a month um you can support this podcast on patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n forward slash off the beat and track and uh, and over there you get access to another couple of hundred episodes there all loads and loads of video episodes um all sorts of goodies over there weekly content radio shows um, and yeah, and it costs you a dollar a month and, uh, and it just goes in the pot to help with the podcast. Right, I'm done. Um, everything you need to know about this podcast, www.offthebeatandtrackpodcast.com. I'm back next time. Thanks ever so much for listening. Be excellent to each other, you ruddy, bloody, lovely lot. See you soon. Bye-bye. It's Off The Beat and Track Podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. With me, Stu Whipping. Hey,